You're listening to the Legend Vest Podcast for Entrepreneurs. Whether you're just getting started or been in business for many years, we take a deep dive into what it takes to truly become successful. It's time to level up your business and your personal life. Now, please welcome your hosts, Jameson and Courtney Gavin. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Legend Vest Podcast. I am your host, Courtney Gavin, and I'm so, so excited. We have a very special guest here with us, and her name is Yvette Gavin. Welcome back. Thank you. This isn't her first rodeo anymore. It's so good to have you back. And today we're talking about personal branding, so I'm super duper excited. So for those of you who may not have heard the earlier podcast that we had with Yvette Gavin, I'm going to give you just a quick short bio so you can learn a little bit more about her. But Yvette Gavin is the founder and strategist, chief strategist of Yvette Gavin Consulting, which is a leadership and career development firm. She is also a certified John Maxwell coach, trainer, and speaker, and she's also a graduate of the Oral Roberts University. But what her firm does, yay, what's your mascot at Eagles. Eagles. Go Eagles. Awesome. (laughs) So she has a solid track record of teaching others on how to land their dream job with confidence. And what's so amazing, she's worked with companies of all over, big and small firms. She's worked with CDC, she's worked with Ernst & Young, and she's also worked with local small businesses as well. So I'm really, really excited to have her here because she is the expert in personal branding. So we're going to get ready to start it off. Are you ready to to ignite? (laughs) Awesome. So personal branding. What is personal branding and what does that even mean? So most people think of branding, they think about companies, right? Like we mm. think about, you know, our big um, big companies like a Coca-Cola, Delta Airlines, right? It's very yes. clear about what their brand is. And so personal branding is very similar to a company mm. brand. It is that consistent message that we give, right? Mm. And it's that packaging that we bring. That's all about how we look. It's about how we communicate. It's our presence. Ooh, I love yeah. that. So... Legend Best Nation, not sure if you caught that, but basically branding is about messaging and what are you telling your audience? And you know what? We all have a brand. It doesn't doesn't mean you have to be a big company. You as an individual have a brand is what I heard her say. So with that said, how important is personal branding, whether it's for a business or for yourself? I believe it's everything. I believe the brand is what set us apart and distinguish us from others, right? Because there are others who are doing similar type services or have a product that's very similar, but how do we go to market? Like, you know, there are others, you know, in the airline industry. I I love what Delta Airline um, says. So Delta clearly is not a low cost airline and nor do they try to pretend to be. And so, you know, I'm, I was a Delta employee years ago, and then I've been able to go back to Delta, you know, under my brand, Yvette Gavin Consulting, and do some work for them. And so one of the things I picked up most recently this year, I was over at Delta doing some work, and they kept talking about the fact that they realize that they are not the low-cost carrier when it Mm -hmm. comes to airline services, and they don't want to be. But yet people purchase them. Mm. People will spend more money on that higher price ticket. And there's a reason why. And so they distinguish mm. themselves in the market by not on cost, trying to compete with those who are you know, servicing um, 
you know, clients at a lower cost, they focus on the service, mm-hmm. the uniqueness in what they bring to table. And so I mm-hmm. love it that they don't try to hide and go do what someone yes. else is doing. They're saying, we know we cost more, but look at, look at the value mm-hmm. you're getting. And that's what I think when, when I bring it in, in with and personalize it. You know, you're not necessarily always going to be the person who's making the least amount of money on the team or from a business perspective. You know, yes, you want to be able to charge the true value for your product and services and not apologize for it. But when you have a personal brand and you bring all that to the table, Mm -hmm. people are willing to pay more for it because they understand the value that you're bringing Mm -hmm. at that price. Absolutely. I love that. And that is so true. And I was thinking, a thought came to my mind while you were talking, and I couldn't help but think of Chick-fil-A. Yes. <laughs> but Chick-fil-A is kind of brain. always on my brain anyway. But you're right. Like, they pride themselves in being who they are. Yes. And don't try to be someone you're not, whether it's a company or as an individual. And just take pride in what you bring to the table. Yes. But you want to communicate that. So it's okay if you're not the low-cost provider. As a matter of fact, you'd be really surprised. A lot of people don't always want to go with the cheapest option because they know a lot of times you get what you pay for. But it's all about, well, what is that message you're communicating in your marketing, in your advertising, in the products that you serve? So that's amazing. I love that. That Man, that gave me goosebumps. I loved it so much. Awesome. So when we're talking about personal branding, whether it's a company or an individual, what are some of the pitfalls or mistakes that we make in building our personal brand? That's an excellent question. Because what I, and I heard you say this earlier, is that we all have a brand whether we realize it or mm. not. So I think the first mistake that people make is not being um, conscious of the brand, not being intentional about making sure that they are actually mm. a brand themselves. And when we are conscious of it, then we can make sure that we're putting out the same message in everything that we do, in every encounter, we're putting out the same message. So the first thing I like to tell clients Mm -hmm. is determine what your brand is. Mm. You know, don't just go to market every day or show up in an office every day. What do you want people to perceive Mm, about you? What is the message you want them to walk away at the end of the day that you want them to have of you? Be hmm. intentional about your brand. Wow. I'll tell you someone who hmm. I, I felt was really great at being intentional mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. his brand, and that was Steve Jobs. So mm. he was so intentional about that brand, he wore the same color almost every day. I hate to <laughs> always say almost. I mean, always. So also the majority of the time, he wore that turtleneck. Mm. Which was, we all know the color, yep. it was black. Yep. And then those, you know, those same type jeans, yep. right? He was very cons- consistent. <sighs> yep. Second mistake I think people make, they lack consistency. So I've mm. seen people that start off and are like, you know, I want a brand of being very polished. I use that as an example. And so they'll show up in the marketplace at work uh, and they're running their own business and they'll be polished. Mm-hmm. And then that day comes and it's like, okay, nobody even noticed the fact that I was polished for the last month. No one gave me any compliments or they're thinking, oh, I just, I'm in a rush and I just got to get out there. And then they just go, you know. And so you break the brand. 
Brand mm. is about consistency. Mm. You know, think about, yeah, mm. think about Coca-Cola, right? It's one of the most worldwide recognizable brands. Absolutely. Why? Because they've been very consistent in that Coca-Cola red is what we like to refer to yes. it. They've been very consistent in the shape of their bottle, right? They've been very consistent mm. even in the taste of the product, right? Mm. You know, the Coke is not, you know, dark brown one day and then it's purple another day <laughs> it's very consistent and no yep. matter where you go in the world the coca-cola bottling i mean you know of course the language the word coca-cola i thought was interesting mm -hmm. it may look a little different but that font is always the same yes. you know yep and so it's very consistent and that's the mistake i see people making is not being consistent they'll start something and then they stop it Wow, interesting. And I could I could see how that happens. And I think what's interesting is I know when I started working, I started working at the age of 15, but I had no idea that I needed to start thinking about my personal brand even at that age or even out of college when you're a little bit more mature. But my goodness, like I never learned or knew that I need to start thinking about what people are thinking of me and what I want people to perceive me as. And so that is actually your brand. So I think that's brilliant. And I feel like everybody needs to know that. You need to think about what do you want people to think of when they see you, you know, when they watch you walk by, you know, and then you create a brand around that. And so which leads me to my next question. What's what is something we could do today? Like uh, if I had to start from scratch or if I'm in corporate America now and I have an image that I'm not really excited about but I want to change it or maybe I'm just getting started and I haven't had a job yet but I want to start thinking about my personal brand what's something I can do to you know to kind of get started that's an excellent question <laughs> a couple things is um I think we want to have some type of awareness of where we are when mm. we start. Okay. And the best way I know to do that is ask for feedback. Mm. So, you know, whether that is your personal friends or, you know, co-workers, ask mm. them for genuine, honest feedback on their perception of you. Okay. And one way to do it is that, you know, I'm working on some self-improvement things and polishing my brand can you give me like three you know three areas of what when you think of me what comes to mind wow. and I did that personally mm -hmm. in my own life and people send you know send you the messages and that and what I think is so wonderful about that you can see where there where there most likely will be some overlap and some of the feedback that you get and then there may be some ooh, ouch I didn't realize <laughs> someone saw that in me or even thought of me in that way but it's powerful because you want to know where you are. I think sometime too, um, a third mistake, you know, I would give uh, back to the previous question is that sometimes we believe, we think that we're exuding one thing, but mm. what people are actually receiving is something totally different. And by starting with asking for feedback, you're going to get clarity right there mm. and then. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to agree with all the feedback, right? But right, you want right. to have an understanding of people's perception of you. That'll mm -hmm. help you make a decision if there's something that you want to change in the current imaging. Wow. And then, yeah. um, and mm -hmm. then I, I would say the next step is mm -hmm. understanding what it is that you really want and what you want to portray and be intentional about that. And so once we know what that is, then you start looking at... Mm -hmm. Then how do I do it? Mm. How do so I give you an example. Yeah. If I'm in corporate and I'm looking to move into management and I'm not, the, it, the first thing I start looking at, you know, do I? What does it look like to be in management? Hmm. What type of uh, behavior should I be displaying? What type of 
um, a physical appearance should I come in the office each day looking like, how should I be communicating if leadership is where I want to go? And then you want to be very clear on um, what are the things that I need to be doing? And then you start asking yourself, now I always like to write it down. Am I displaying that now? Where can I do that better? And so I like to start with a simple tool called SWOT. The SWOT analysis, okay. you know, a lot of people are familiar with that. You know, yeah. if they're not, you can go to my website, download yes. it, and simply. <laughs> and we talk about it's your strengths, it's your weaknesses, it's the oh, the T and SWOT represents the threats, right? Mm. And so you list, uh, and then always oh, opportunities, right? Okay. And so you write all those things down. And mm. I tell people, then you want to go and you start at the top of that quadrant of the SWOT analysis, and you start looking at what are you good at. That's, those are your strengths. Yep. And I was when you're branding, you want to lead from your strengths, mm, right? Right. So you want to mm -hmm. identify because that's gonna where that's gonna be where you find your unique value. Okay. And when you're talking about uh, building a brand, you want to build a brand that is uniquely you. So it's not like looking at what everyone else is doing to become a manager. You need to understand what that is, though. But you mm. also then want to be able to cover that with who am I, though, in the mm -hmm. face of all of that. So you can go there in a very authentic way. Wow. And you get there by understanding your strengths. Wow, that's amazing. So I hope you guys were taking notes because there was a lot of value in that response. So SWOT analysis. But I love the first step is ask for feedback. Yeah. That right there will tell you a whole lot and can really solve a lot of your problems just by asking for yes. feedback. You know, get those questions answered. And you'd be really surprised, like you said, to hear what some of the, the responses are. You know, some of them you might be happy to hear about and some of them you might be like, oh, man, I, you know, I wasn't expecting yeah. that. But let me tell you, it's good to get that constructive criticism because at the end of the day, we all want to grow. And sometimes we have to get that that ouch, you know, on our elbow from time to time, but it's going to pay off in the long run. So sure. I think that's brilliant. So if that's where you're at, maybe you're just starting in your career, or maybe you're trying to build a brand for your company, or maybe you're already, you've been in corporate America for a little while and you want to change that. So ask for feedback and then think about where you want to be and kind of paint that picture. And I would also say, would you agree that it's good to have a mentor in the workplace or yes. someone you admire, whether it's an entrepreneur or someone in corporate America, whoever that might be, that has the image that you like and that you admire? Yes. I think that's a great way also to get inspiration. It is 100%. I do. I, I agree with you 100%. A mentor, you know, I'm also a very strong advocate of having a coach. Of oh, course, I am a yes. coach. And then as well as a sponsor. Sponsor. Mm -hmm. you know, I so think, what's a sponsor? So a sponsor is, that's an excellent question, yeah, by the way, because <laughs> a lot of people will get the, a sponsor and the, and the coach and the mentor. I'm yeah, like sort I of do. confused. <laughs> and so people often will think a mentor and a coach are interchangeable, but they're not. It's two different, you know, two different type um, attributes. So, but a sponsor is a person who's an advocate. Mm, and, mm, and that person okay. is typically not someone that's going to be meeting with you on a regular basis like a mentor or a coach, you know, would be. Hmm. But an advocate is a person who 
know you, believe in you, understand your goals and your dreams and your skills. And they are sitting in places where you typically at that time doesn't have an invitation to, right? And so there's usually someone that's probably about at least definitely a, a rank ahead of you. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And so they're, they've already paved a way in their own career and they're ahead of you. And they're sitting at tables and having conversation or networking with people and they're speaking on your behalf. Mm. And so they're opening yep. up opportunities for you. And that's what an advocate does. Wow. That, that right there, having a sponsor or advocate, that can just carry you in your career or in your business yes. Leap years ahead, and and when you yeah, said advocate, I am automatically started thinking about some people in our business that have really have just been there for us and they supported yeah. us, and they just I mean they are so willing to help you, and when you leave the room, they're just raving about you and talking yes. to strangers about you, and, and let me tell you, if you I think that's amazing. So I guess because my question is kind of like, well, how does one get a sponsor? And, and maybe that starts with your brand first, right? And probably networking. What? How would someone need to get that advocate on their team and on their side? Oh, wow. That's an excellent question. And to be honest with you, I can't remember <laughs> anyone asking me the how part for oh, the really? uh, sponsor. So really? it really is a great question. And, and I am glad oh, awesome. that you've asked, you asked that because I typically don't even walk through the process of, of giving people recommendations on how to do it. I will say it started with what you just said. Mm -hmm. It's being that person, right? It's you already having that, that polished and consistent brand mm. consistency i keep talking about that because i know that's the one thing that trapped most people up you have yep. to be consistent in yep. that brand it's not a once or a month it is who you are and people be begin to know you as that right. from how you deliver your service that level of quality how you show up and present yourself how you talk you know all of that is consistent it's always mm. the same it's in that same path and so one way people mm -hmm. you can actually ask for help Mm, right, it's nothing okay. wrong with asking someone, you know, for fifteen or twenty minutes at a time and sharing with them a little bit about your vision of where you would like to go, hmm, and asking okay. them for their support. Wow. And so you typically will find people on higher levels where they don't really have time to really mentor or to coach on a regular basis, right. but they believe in the work that the individual is doing and they believe that this person can move forward. It's just, you know, simply saying, you know, I really would appreciate if you are aware of any opportunities where I can contribute mm. um, and then you would name give them some suggestions on how you can contribute in XYZ area, you know, I would really appreciate you considering me. Another way to gain an mm -hmm. advocate is to volunteer your time. Ooh, it's that's a, a good one. Volunteer your time, and when you volunteer in your time, be very engaged in whatever that is. And so I've seen people advocate for others because they got to know them and observe mm -hmm. them mm -hmm. and what I refer to as very non-threatening environments, meaning, you know, working with, um, I know a guy who gained an advocate just by being would you call it the habitat of oh, humanity? Yes. Uh -huh. So his company was looking for volunteers, and the CTO was part of that volunteer group. And this guy was a technologist, and he decided, you know what? You know, I'm going to give my time. He didn't even realize who was who else in the company was going to be there oh, serving. Mm -hmm. But fortunate for him, because of the way, even though he showed up on a Saturday to write, you know, to work on a house for someone, this CTO got a chance to observe his house. 
And that's part of your brand. How mm. you do what you do is your how. And so of all wow. the other employees that were there, the CTO took notice of how gentle he was in giving instruction, how gentle he was in, um, in how he spoke back to others and how he corrected others. Wow. And he gained an advocate that way. Wow. That's incredible. And I love that because... I do believe in volunteering and if you're, whether you are in a career or whether an entrepreneur, whatever your industry is, find a niche, find an association or a group or organization that you can be a part of that's related to your industry, but it's a great way to network. But also when you volunteer, you never know who's watching. Exactly. That is a perfect example because yeah. we're very, very involved in associations and nonprofits and you'd be very surprised mm -hmm. People watch. And this is something else I've also learned. And this is how I got nominated to be on the board is I put in so many hours at this uh, um, association for years, but I enjoyed it. It yeah. wasn't work for me, but I had no idea. I didn't even think people noticed me. I just thought I just kind of was there. Nobody really cared. People were friendly, mm -hmm. but I had no idea people were watching me. And I had asked why, why did they pick me to be on the board? And they said, we've been watching you for years. You've yes. been putting in so much work. You always have the best attitude. You've been so supportive. You're always willing to help. And it just made me feel so good because honestly, all those years, I didn't know anyone cared. Because sometimes this is a thing. When you're doing the right things, people don't always speak up until, you know, something bad happens or whatever. Then somebody might say something. But because I was, you know, doing the right thing, putting in the work, I didn't know people were watching, but they are. Yeah. And so same to you guys, no matter where you're at, you want to make sure that brand is consistent yes. on and off the field, meaning not just at work, but I even when it. you're at the grocery store, yes. you know, when you're in the parking lot trying to find a parking spot, yes. you know, you never know who is in that room yeah. and, and you'd be surprised that could be your next, that could be your next job opportunity. That could be your yes. next customer. So you definitely want to be careful. You know, I treat everybody with respect. I make sure I'm very consistent yes. with my brand because that could either go really well or really wrong. Yes. And you <laughs> just hit on something that most people, I don't think are that aware of. I know of a situation where a young lady was an applicant and she was thought very highly of mm. during the interviewing process until the mm. admin actually spoke up and said, oh, you're not going to make her the offer? I went into the ladies' room while she was waiting to be called back for the interview and then she started talking about how this person was treating and talking to other people in the ladies' room. What? So brand messaging must be consistent. You know, you got to be consistent. Ooh. So, and, it's, mm. and, and what you just said, it's like from the parking lot. So, I teach my clients, from the moment you drive on to the parking lot, I want the way that you would talk to the person who's going to be interviewing you to be the way you talk to every person in yes. that parking lot. From the parking attendants, from, you know, the receptionist at that front desk, and when you go into the ladies' room to check yourself before you go back. You want to make sure that every encounter that a person has, regardless of the role, title, yes. that it is consistent with who you are and how you treat people because it is your brand and, and like you said you never know who's watching oh, and we yep. never know the influence mm. that someone we think because their role is not the decision making role but we don't know the influence that person has with the person who is making the decision wow that was beautiful yeah. I, I totally agree so i hope you guys learned so much today is there anything else you'd like to add to this episode 
I think that's pretty much it when okay. it comes to personal branding. I think once we're intentional about it, mm, right, yep. and we are consistent with it, and we talked a little bit about being pers uh, perseverance too, right? Yes. It's staying the course even when it feels as if we're not getting the desired results because we are being watched. Yes. And we share it with the importance of having an, an advocate. Yeah, we right? And we, you know, we need a coach and a mentor as well, but definitely you want to make sure that you're building advocacy along with your brand. So I think they pretty much cover it. Well, that's amazing. Yeah. And how can we connect with you further? Because I know you mentioned your website. If you do need a coach or a mentor to some, and you need that extra help, sometimes we need a boost and we yes. need a little bit of hand-holding. She's the expert, and she, she's been there, done that. So where can we connect with you if we would like to engage with you? So um, definitely on my website, okay. evatgavin.com. And okay. when you're there, you'll see all the social media outlets that you can connect with me. I'm on you know, Instagram, LinkedIn. It's a, awesome. it's a fan place for me, as well as uh, Facebook. I love to connect with people and give information. And I always encourage you to subscribe to my newsletter. So you can do that by going to my website free because I am constantly giving out free content um, and information that can help you grow your brand personally mm. as well as your business brand because that you must understand when it comes to your business, how you show up personally affects your product and your service mm. and yes. your ability. You know, I tell you know, my entrepreneurs, if you're looking to ever um, get investors in, in any form of fashion, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Your personal brand matters because when people are investing in your business, oftentimes they're making that qualifying decision based on who you are, yes. on who you are, true. and not necessarily totally on the product or the services, right? So you want to make sure you have hmm. that personal brand locked down really well. The same way with getting clients, right? You know, they're going to be looking at you as an individual as well. Absolutely. But right. definitely check out my website, wow. evettegavin.com. Yes. <laughs> and I just really just want to share with people, too, if they want more information about how to grow their leadership skills, personal branding mm -hmm. is just one of those ways. What we're offering now is what I refer to as a career growth blueprint. Oh, okay. We're helping others map out a, a, a strategy, if you will, to grow their mm. leadership skills and, and personal branding is just that first leg of that. So I would love to meet with your audience. If anybody is, you know, needs yes. some support, we're giving free sessions away for a limited time. Ooh, we love <laughs> so free. definitely go over to my website. <laughs> yes. And, um, and check out our masterclass at evettegavin.com for career growth. Um, Blueprint.com. <laughs> awesome. That's absolutely thank amazing. You. And thank you so much for giving away okay. some of that free sessions to our audience. Oh, yes. We appreciate the value. You've brought so thank much you. today. I don't know why y'all wouldn't be convinced to give her a call because she has it all. She's the expert. She will guide you through your career or your business yeah. and actually figure out a strategy on how to succeed. So that's amazing. Thanks again for being here My today. Pleasure. And thank you all for tuning in. Be sure to like and subscribe and be sure to share to your friends and family and coworkers. We'll catch you at the next episode. Thanks, everyone. Bye, guys.